is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, gang. Happy Friday. Hope this message finds you well. That's like how all scammer email start. That's not what we're trying to do today. Uh, what we're trying to do is knock out a couple of hours here on the Workday Red Zone. And hope you're able to hang out with us here for the duration. Of course, we are all over your radio dial. Also online at 953theticket.com. As always, you can take us with you on the go by downloading the EAB Media Group app. Just look for that ticket logo. Click on Listen Live. And you're going to be all set. If you want to shout at us today, uh, plenty of ways you can do so. One of those, of course, is the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. That number has not changed in my time at EAB. 870-930-3776. I don't know what I would do if it did. Uh, you can also reach out and get a hold of us via social media. Also, Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio is one place to find us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. And you can find today's CavanaughCars.com question by using that hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Good to be here on a Friday. Glad we're getting close to the weekend. Busy weekend of basketball for you coming up. Got some uh, A-State men's basketball tonight. Matt Stoltz on the call, of course. Looking forward to it. All right, we'll talk more about that game as we go along today. In fact, uh, we're going to talk about it right now and throw some headlines at you uh, while we get settled in. And just looking around at, uh, of course, the biggest news from yesterday, the fact that Arkansas State football's Jalen Rayner named the Sunbelt Conference Freshman of the Year. Rayner, along with nine Red Wolf teammates, earned postseason all-conference honors. Offensive lineman Jacob Bayer, punter William Pristop also selected to the first team. O-lineman McKeelan Thomas, a second team selection. Uh, meanwhile, a busy weekend in store for A-State on the hardwood. The men's team going to be on the road tonight playing in-state foe Little Rock at the Jack Stevens Center. Tip off for that one at 6.30. So that means that your pregame coverage is going to start up at 6 on the nose. On 107i K-Find, the A-State women's team also in action this weekend, also on the road. They are probably somewhere right now en route to Kansas City. And uh, that one's going to tip off at 2 here on the ticket. So pregame coverage for that one uh, with Cade Carlton tomorrow at 1.30. So fun weekend, busy weekend of hoops. Also tonight, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies playing at Dallas. And since, to the best of my knowledge, we don't have any other conflicts, we will have that one here for you on the ticket. And it's going to tip off at 6.30. With all of that basketball talk, certainly we're going to dive into a lot of those topics. But it is a football, KavanaughCars.com question today because it is a championship weekend. And we've got quite a bit to talk about in terms of those games coming up. But I thought, uh, just for the KavanaughCars.com question, I thought we'd get your prediction today on what's going to happen in Saturday's 
Sunbelt Conference Championship game. It's Appalachian State at Troy. Troy is favored by five and a half. So you know how we throw out these questions. We've got three options for you. You can pick Appalachian State to win in the upset. Troy to win, but not cover. Or Troy to win and cover. And again, they are favored by five and a half. Or at least they were half an hour ago when I posted this question on Twitter. Uh, Just looking at the slate for, uh, well, not even for tomorrow. The slate actually starts tonight in terms of the conference championship games. you got the Conference USA championship game that's going to be the first one up. That's going to kick off at 6 o'clock. New Mexico State at Liberty. Liberty undefeated, if you haven't been keeping up. Uh, and they're big favorites in this one. And then one of what looks to be the, the best games of the weekend will actually be coming up tonight as well. And that's Oregon at Washington. And, of course, a, a rematch of a game that was already played earlier this season. An excellent game that was already played earlier this season uh, at Washington when Washington went out and beat Oregon 36-33. to And that was, what, midway through the season, week six, week seven, somewhere in, in that window. Uh, but a rematch on that one tonight. Oregon's actually favored pretty big, even though they're on the road. And, of course, that one will decide the last Pac-12 championship because I don't know what they're going to call it moving forward, but I know that there's not going to be 12 members in it. Uh, so... The last Pac-12 championship, as we know it, uh, getting decided tonight. And then, of course, uh, a full slate of games tomorrow. There's two 11 o'clock championship games. you got Oklahoma State at Texas. Texas is a huge favorite there. That'll decide the last Big 12 championship, as we know it. Although, of course, I think what they, they filled in their members. So they're, they're going to be the same from a team standpoint. But obviously, it's going to look dramatically different. Then uh, you got the MAC championship tomorrow in the early window as well. That's at, uh, at uh, Ford Field, actually. So that's a neutral site. But it's Miami against Toledo. And, of course, the uh, Big 12 championship at, at, a new, at a neutral site as well. All of them are at neutral sites with the exception of, what, the Sun Belt and Coverage USA, maybe? I think so. That might be it. Everything else being played at a neutral site. So, again, uh, not necessarily home teams, just teams designated as the home team. Toledo designated as a home team for the MAC championship. So, Miami and Toledo in the the mid-afternoon window. Boise State, UNLV in the Mountain West championship. Of course, a behemoth of a game between Georgia and Alabama. Uh, there on CBS at 3 o'clock for the SEC Championship where the Dogs are the favorites by five. The AAC Championship in the mid-afternoon. Sunbelt going to kick off at 3. And then for your evening championships, you got Michigan as a huge favorite against Iowa for the Big Ten Championship in Louisville and Florida State. Uh, Look to be squaring off in a close one for the ACC Championship. So it's going to be an absolutely great weekend uh, with uh, still a ton of things that could shake up the CFP. And it could definitely get weird before it's all said or done. Of course, however, these games shake out also are going to impact bowls. Uh, Obviously, you know, of course, uh, some of these winning teams will have opportunities to be in the CFP or they're looking for an opportunity to make it into the New York's New Year's six or just looking for an opportunity to perhaps improve their their status in the overall bowl pecking order Uh, but uh, there's going to be some significant moving and shaking in 
the bowls between what is projected today and what gets announced on Sunday. Now, that being said, we will look at bowl projections again today because I have just really enjoyed getting to do that again. And there are even some updated projections that have been released today. So why not dive into those? But we'll talk a little bit about most of these games as we go along today. And of course, uh, plenty of hoops with you as well. But that's actually where we're going to start when we come back, uh, since A-State men's basketball is playing in a big one at Little Rock, I thought that's uh, that's kind of where the show uh, would begin. That one coming up tonight at 6.30. We'll look at some of the headlines on both of these teams when we return. But let's step aside for our first break. Uh, keep it here with us. The Workday Red Zone will be back right after this. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. The 21st Annual Grand Classic tickets are on sale now at DNW Outdoors, Jonesboro Cyclone ATV, and DuckClassic.com. Duck Classic is a charity duck hunting competition benefiting the NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation. This year's Grand Classic includes a 2023 Can-Am Defender HD7 from Jonesboro Cyclone ATV, a $15,000 shopping spree to gamble home, and the duck truck, courtesy of Glenn Sane, completely tricked out by DNW Automotive with all the accessories and a dark gray finish. Tickets are only $100 and they're on sale now at DNW Outdoors, Jonesboro Cyclone ATV, and DuckClassic.com. Now, last year, these tickets sold out before the banquet, so get yours before they're gone. Only 750 tickets will be sold, and multiple winners will be chosen. Duck Classic is presented by NEA Baptist, Bandit, DNW Outdoors, Drake, KAIT, Gamble Home, Jonesboro Cyclone ATV, Glen St. Motors, KJNB, Qual Choice Insurance, Arkansas Health and Wellness, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, Our Best Bank, Bayou Dubuque, Haybo Outdoors, NEA Golf Carts, Refuge Calls, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. Get your Grand Classic tickets today at Duck Classic. A-State football and the Social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The Social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get Social at the Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. Anywhere Anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tiffway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. Hello, everyone. John G. for George Kill Motors in Newport. ASU Red Wolves are looking forward to a great season, so make sure you'll be at all the home games. And if you're traveling to the away games, why not travel in comfort and style in a new GMC or Chevrolet vehicle? Great deals and award-winning service from a family-owned dealership that knows how to take care of its customers. View all our inventory at georgekellmotors.com. Call us at 870-523-2792. Or better yet, come see us off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harris. 
Harrisburg Road, a proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Hey, y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. We've almost made it. Lawnmower season is coming to a close, and at Cox, that means one thing. It's time to save hundreds or even thousands during our end-of-the-year blowout zero-turn mower sales. Our elite lineup of X-Mark Bad Boy Fairs and Alto zero-turn mowers guarantees you a strong, durable, and dependable zero-turn that will last you for years. If you've been waiting on the best deal of the year, now's your chance. Only at Cox Implement in Hoxie, Highland, or Jonesboro. Cox Implement. Equipment you can count on, people you can trust. It takes all of us to keep Jonesboro beautiful. Here's what our kids say about fighting dirty to keep Jonesboro beautiful. First, when brushing your teeth, you should always turn the water off. Another way to help is to keep your environment clean. You keep a bag in your car to throw away your waste instead of throwing it out the window. Lastly, you can purchase a blue bin to help you recycle for $25. This could help save the community and the environment. To find more about how you can take action every day to improve and beautify where we live, work, and play, log on to keepjonesborobeautiful.com. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. I'm gonna find them all. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you to wrap up the week here on the tickets. KavanaughCars.com question. We want you to pick the winner of one of what should be a great slate of championship games coming up tonight and tomorrow across college football. And I thought we'd lean into the Sun Belt today. What happens in Saturday's Sun Belt Conference Championship game, App State at Troy? Again, this one is is not a neutral side. It is being played in Troy, Alabama. So what do you expect to happen? You going with App State, Troy to win, or Troy to win big and cover the five and a half points? So... Uh, that's the KavanaughCars.com question, 870-930-3776. Of course, this weekend, I'll also have my eye on on some hoops with Arkansas State men's basketball in action tonight, women's basketball in action tomorrow afternoon. And certainly looking forward to this win for, for the A-State men. One, it's it's Little Rock. You know, when you're when you're going through and, and making a list of teams <laughs> that you... That you want to beat when you see a schedule come out little rock is always going to be really high on the list uh now it's it's on the road uh so of course always a little bit of a challenge there and this year it does seem like a state has fared a little bit better uh at home than when they've been out and about now part of that is due to the fact that you know there's there's a little bit of of strength of schedule at play there a state has certainly faced some more difficult teams on the road but uh, Little Rock's going to be a challenge. They always are. Um, their head coach is intense. And they take his personality. And uh, certainly no no stranger there. Uh, Daryl Walker, no stranger uh, to A-State and, and the A-State faithful. But you look at at this one. You know, the last time these two teams played was, was last year in Jonesboro. A-State has actually won three in a row against Little Rock. By the way, the the game last year <laughs> was the one that happened literally while it started blizzarding. Uh you you flash back to last year right before Christmas, of course. You guys remember that day where it went from almost normal outside to like 18 degrees. 
and the snow started during the Little Rock game. I drove home in the closest thing to to whiteout conditions that I've ever seen before in my whole life. So for those of you making the trip to Little Rock tonight, I'm very thankful that you're not going to be dealing with anything uh, like that when when these two teams are done. You'll get to you'll get to well, you might stay in Little Rock or you'll get to drive home, and it won't be anything anything. Uh, that chaotic but but last year it was a 77 75 win for a state over uh the trojans now the the so much about that game is is completely different or about the rosters uh in that game last year it was omar el sheik that had an absolutely monster performance for the red wolves he had a double double 25 points 15 rebounds obviously uh he is he is graduated but, you know, a guy that has returned or is back for A-State that absolutely went off against Little Rock last year was Terrence Ford. Uh, he had a really great game, 10-15 uh, from the field, 5-6 from the stripe, and he finished with 25 points. And, and that was before Ford had kind of really got going as a shooter. So 10-15 from the field, but only 1-0 of, of 1 from 3 tells me that he was driving inside just a ton and being able to get some contact with those trips to the stripe and, and capitalizing on those. So he's going to be back, of course, for this one. And I'm just looking forward to seeing how he plays, you know, period uh, tonight against against Little Rock. Um, he probably had some extra adrenaline on, on Tuesday. I mean, the dude did not got to play yet this year. So obviously he was very hyped to be able to to get back in the game. He came out and he hit his first shot attempt. It was a three from the top of the key, and it was just it was so awesome for him to have that moment to be back out on the field to or excuse me out on the court to be healthy to make that bucket. But then after that, he he didn't make a shot for the rest of the night from the field. So I, I do think you know his shot will come back. He's a good shooter. You just gotta it's it's gonna take a little bit of of game minutes to get him completely settled in. But again. Certainly seemed to like playing the Trojans last year. So maybe that will be the case in, in this one. I do hope, you know, I just want to see how this A-State team responds uh, tonight. You know, overall, you flash back to Tuesday night's loss against Jackson State. And, and Coach Hodson was not super thrilled with, with his team in the sense that Coach Hodson, of course, talks about how he wants his team to be a blue-collar team. He's got, you know, hard hat points or excuse me, blue-collar points, which is something they actually explain in in depth in the game notes. So after every game, they give out the hard hat award. And they tabulate points based on deflections, steals, blocks, rebounds, and loose balls. So you get a point if you get any of those throughout a game. Offensive rebounds are worth a point and a half. Floor dives are worth two points. Charges are worth four. So they track the overall team total points, and they track the individual player points, and then the player gets the hard hat award. A-State had its lowest overall total by a pretty significant amount in blue-collar points last Tuesday against Jackson State. So there's zero doubt in my mind that... Coach Hodson has really challenged his team this week in terms of of being tougher and, and being better ready to, to step up to a challenge. And I think they will. But, again, uh, you're just kind of 
seeing this team grow and learn and develop in real time. You're seeing Coach Hodson learn how to best communicate and challenge his guys in real time. So this is going to be a process as the season goes along, but certainly we can we can get a big answer to today, uh, tonight, on how well this team handles some adversity after after that performance on on Tuesday. In this one, you know, looking again at, at the opponent here for a moment, Little Rock so far this season is three and four. They've got an interesting schedule. They've got two wins over Sunbelt opponents. Uh, they, they beat Texas State there in Little Rock to open the season, 71-66. They played a home-and-home home against Georgia State, which is, which is kind of interesting. They played there as part of the Capital Challenge. They lost that game by 11. They hosted Georgia State. Just a few short days later, they lost that one, but it was more competitive. It was uh, it went from an 11-point loss to a 3-point loss in overtime. But they do come into this one with a, just a, a little bit of momentum. Had a win on the 25th against Tulsa in overtime by just a couple of points, and then they just, they just pummeled Ball State earlier this week, 90-64. to What's interesting about that Ball State game, if I'm looking correctly, they were without... Their leading scorer, that's K.K. Robinson, and he was not in action. Currently leads the Trojans with 19 points per game. He was not in action in their win over Ball State, and again, they still just had won that game with ease. And I don't know what his status is for this one tonight. I've looked around just a little bit, but I haven't been able to see any information. But that will certainly be... Something to keep tabs on tonight. You know, if he's in the if he's in the starting lineup, then that's that's somebody A State's really going to have to focus on. If he's out, uh, it's clearly going to change the game plan quite a little bit. And it looks like, uh, just according to some some sites on or accounts on on social media, that he's he's questionable for tonight. So I know that that clarifies none of what I just said. But uh, that's the latest up. Update on on KK Robinson, of course, with A State. Uh, anticipate you know everybody who played on Tuesday to to be able to go and, and able to play uh, coming up tonight. So fingers crossed, no no new injuries for the Red Wolves. Uh, just overall, of course, this team is still without Laquil Hardnett and will be for a couple more weeks. Haven't seen him on the court yet, and of course, Farrington is is out for the season. But uh, everybody else should should be good to go, and it'll be interesting to see also. How Brian Hodson maybe tweaks his lineups, tweaks his minutes after, again, a performance he didn't necessarily love Tuesday night against against Jackson State. So what does that mean uh, in terms of not necessarily his, his starting lineups, but perhaps just the the distribution of minutes uh, from from these guys for A-State tonight? Ultimately, you know, you, you get a win in this one, and you start off December strong, and you really need to by the way, because this month is is brutal for A-State. Uh, coming up on Monday, the Red Wolves are at Alabama. Then the following Saturday, A-State plays its only home game in the entire month of December when they host UAB. And then after that, it's at Louisville, at Belmont, at Georgia State to close out the year. That's, this month is tough. Last month was tough, and this month is tough. 
with this A-State schedule. So this is what you, this is when you need tonight. You need to start this month off on off on a, a good note here, and uh, and bounce back after after what was just a tough tough loss. That one stung Tuesday night. So again, uh, six thirty is the tip off time tonight at Little Rock. And 6 o'clock is your pregame start time with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, on 107.9 K-Fine. For those of you that cannot make it to Little Rock tonight, you do have an opportunity to roll out to Jonesboro High School and catch a future Red Wolf in action. Of course, uh, you got a chance to go catch good hoops, period, because it is the 38th annual Barry Pruitt Hurricane Classic. It's going to be held there at Don Riggs Hurricane Gymnasium. And uh, last night, Bartlett got a win, a big win over Osceola. And, of course, that's of note uh, to the A-State faithful because Arshon King, who has already signed with the Red Wolves, uh, plays for Bartlett. And they had a, a very balanced game, a very balanced uh, scoring attack last night. And Osceola's win, or excuse me, and Bartlett's win over. Osceola and uh, Arshon King finished with with nine points in that game. So uh, Bartlett's going to be playing tonight at eight thirty against Fayetteville. Uh, Seven o'clock tonight, you got the home team Jonesboro High School taking on Rossview. But the slate actually starts up at four o'clock. Is you have got Nettleton and Mark Tree. And then in the 5.30 game, Osceola and West Memphis. So, again, a good slate overall. And, of course, we'll have that Jonesboro game for you on the Wolf-Nettleton game on Bob FM. So, uh, plenty plenty of hoops to catch in terms of uh, the local prep teams coming up tonight. And in the weekend as well, you got teams all over the place that are going to be playing in tournament action. So, uh, just plenty, plenty of action coming at you from, from the hardwood. But, again, uh, Arshon King and Bartlett tonight at 8.30 in the Hurricane Classic if you want to see a future Red Wolf. Hey, one more note on uh, on A-State, uh, just in general. You know, I, I sat home last night and watched uh, A-State volleyball in action against Wichita State in the NIVC. And Wichita State won that one in, in three sets. And, uh, you know, the first one, Wichita State kind of cruised to a win. The second and third set, I thought A-State played well. But it seemed like in, in all three sets, you got about to the midway point where each team had around 11 or 12 points. And then and then the Shockers would kind of go on a little bit of a surge and, and A-State was unable to to keep up. Um, so it was just a situation where, where A-State got beat by, by a better team. And, you know, you looked at it on paper and that was probably from a statistical standpoint, maybe the way that it was expected. I think A-State came into that game with... With an RPI around 160, and the Shockers were somewhere in the 60s. So, again, on paper, they, they were the better team. But this just shows, you know, for, for A-State, what you're trying to build, the steps you need to take to get there. And I have hope that uh, it's going to be a big step next season with all of the youth on this A-State volleyball roster. So, uh, a much better year. A, a big step forward this year, and still work to do for, for next year as well. One more note on uh, looking around A-State. Indoor track and field season starts tomorrow. Just a couple of runners in action. They're going to be in Boston. Uh, They're sending some of the distance runners. So you can look for updates on social media after they get done there. But uh, I tell you what, uh, while we're talking A-State, I do want to remind you, if you want a great way to help A-State athletics and 
our community programs you can when you donate to the Impact Club. Make a monthly commitment. Get access to team newsletters, special gear, as well as exclusive access you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. When we come back, uh, why don't we take one more look around bowl projections? We'll know when we come back on Monday. So this is the last little bit of speculating that we get to do. And we'll dive into it after a break. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Weed and corn back on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. December corn at 466, up four and a quarter, with March corn at 47 and a quarter, up four and a half. January soybeans at 1333, down nine and three quarters, with March soybeans at 1353 and a quarter, down nine. December wheat at 577 and a half, up seven and a quarter. March wheat at 604 and three quarters, up six and three quarters. December cotton at 79.48 up 8 with March cotton at 79.78 down 28. January rice at 17.17 and a half down 17 with March rice at 17.50 down 9 and a half. Moving on to livestock now. December live cattle at 170.30 down 57 and a half with February live cattle at 170.80 down 102 and a half. January feeder cattle at 217.20 down 275. March feeder cattle at 219.42 and a half down 315. December hogs at 68.80 up two and a half with February lean hogs at 70.62 and a half down 85. That's your EAB Noon Market Report. I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. At Arkansas State, we want you to go. Go where learning soars, takes flight, and rockets ahead. Go for experiences, internships, and scholarships. We want you to go. Become A-State made. Are you ready to go? Go .astate.edu for details. The landscape of media has changed and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters twice as credible as major news outlets. Farm radio continues to be timely, accurate, and credible. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Harvest your best deals today. It's peak time to harvest this year's best deals during Value Bonanza at WT Equipment. Right now, get a new Holland Workmaster, Power Star, Boomer, or T5 Series tractor for zero down with zero payments and interest for a year. Yes, no money down, no payments for 12 months, and no interest for 12 months. This month only. Whatever the job, these fuel-efficient, versatile tractors help you get it done. Hurry, this deal only lasts through December 31st, but inventory will not. Visit WT Equipment today. WT Equipment, your partner in progress. Hey, this is Tony Kennel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, Purcell is home with the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker & Care in Jonesboro. 
There is a best choice truckload sale this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get Smithfield bone in assorted pork chop value packs for $1.26 a pound. Sanderson Farms boneless skinless chicken breast value packs, $1.77 a pound. And 12 packs of Coke products are three for $11.67 when you buy three or more. Limit six. Be smart. Shop Food Smart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 870-930-3776. The number to call. Asking you for our KavanaughCars.com question. What happens in Saturday's Sunbelt Conference Championship game that is App State at Troy? Uh, Troy. At home, favored by five and a half right now. Most of you picking them not just to win, but to win and cover. In fact, 50% of you leaning in that direction. We'll talk about that game later, but thought we would have one more look around the bowl projections because why not? It's fun. It's fun. Again, I am, after not getting to talk about this for four years, I'm going to take every single opportunity to talk about it as much as possible. Uh there's not necessarily a ton of, of new information, but I will tell you that I guess Brett McMurphy, uh, who, of course, writes for, for the Action Network and has for a few years, he's done bold projections for, for forever, but I find him to be a really interesting follow because he has updated his bold projections multiple times this year. Everybody else has put out, you know, they put out bold projections on, like, Sunday and called it good. Or maybe they waited till till. Wednesday and just did one but he put out bold projections I want to say on Monday and then put out up, updated projections on Wednesday and now he's put out even new bold projections today in fact they were updated at 40 minutes ago so he has been I'm gonna guess that he has been constantly on the phone constantly checking in with sources and what I like about McMurphy is he puts just as much time into figuring out where a six and six team is going as he does with with an undefeated team. So uh, I, I respect the hustle here from McMurphy in, in the constant updates. Now, to throw out the disclaimer, just because he's he's got this projected does not mean that it is going to happen. There are still some significant, you know, plot lines that could that could unfold over the next couple of days of championship games that would just significantly shift anything and everything. So Still, very, very TBD. But it is interesting where uh, McMurphy has everybody, and also, uh, you know, he started he started two for two. So, of course, we know already it's already been officially announced by by the bowl and by the teams that Coastal Carolina is going to be playing in the Hawaii Bowl. 
Also, very interesting yesterday how news unfolded with Louisiana's bowl destination. They're going to be playing in New Orleans, which is certainly not shocking. Uh, they're going to be playing Jacksonville State, which is what McMurphy projected on Wednesday. But but here's how their fans found that out. News was accidentally broken by Ticketmaster. Uh, you had some Louisiana fans that I guess were just I, I don't I don't know how they necessarily stumbled across it, but they looked at the ticket sale page and it had tickets for sale specifically for the New Orleans Bowl. So they're like, all right, so we know where we're going. Um, by the way, I, I looked on the A-State Ticketmaster page to see if maybe there were any helpful hints there. Friends, there were not. So don't waste your time Googling that. I've already looked. <laughs> but but uh, McMurphy is two for two so far in terms of uh, bowl projections overall and two for two in trying to figure out where these 12 Sunbelt teams will land. And he does ask, you know, he's got a little bit of a ride up here with his latest projections in addition to the projections themselves saying that, uh, that you know, where will the league's remaining ten teams wind up? And will the Sunbelt's record crop of bowl teams int- include any intriguing matchups versus Power Fives? Uh, there is still, I guess, maybe an outside chance that, that Troy could represent the group of five in the New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, SMU would have to upset the Green Wave, and it would probably have to be a pretty gross game. Uh, Liberty would have to lose, and Troy would probably have to wallop uh, just absolutely annihilate App State and then maybe even see Toledo lose as well. So you'd, ha- you'd have to have a lot of things for that to happen. A lot of things would have to happen for Troy uh, to make it to that New Year Six. And then, of course, there would be an, an immediate trickle-down effect in, in the rest of the Sun Belt. But, uh, but we're going to look at his projections based on that not happening. And also, he does state as a disclaimer at the beginning of his, his bowl projection write-up that his projections are based on Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, and Oregon winning conference title games and advancing to the CFP. Now, with when you look at McMurphy's projections today compared to on Wednesday's most recent projections, there were some changes. Texas State, Georgia State, JMU, Georgia Southern, and Troy were all moved to different spots. But A-State, for the second projection in a row, is still slated to go to the Camellia Bowl, which, of course, is in Montgomery on December the 23rd. And he has the Red Wolves facing NIU. So uh, let's talk about this for just a moment. If, If that is the case, first off, Montgomery is a familiar destination. A-State has played there twice so far, and it was the most recent destination in 2019 when the Red Wolves were able to get a rain-soaked win over FIU in a game where, you know, in 2019, of course, the story with A-State was just how dynamic the Red Wolves' receiving core was. And if I'm recalling correctly, Adams and Merritt and, of course, Omar Bayless all got uh, touchdown catches in that game. That was also a game that had some twists and turns at the end. Uh, they sent out the the voting sheet, I think, at the beginning of the fourth quarter in the press box, saying, all right, you know, 
Uh, pick your your game MVP, and a lot of people, you know, they're scribbling down some FIU guy who had like a dynamic game in terms of tackles or whatever. And the next thing you know, it's like no, 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 no Omar Bayless, <laughs> and A State won that one there. So it was. Uh, it was kind of a, a wet and gross game, but somehow games become a lot more fun when, when your team wins at the end and it uh, makes them a lot more enjoyable to, to recap. So, uh, again, Montgomery would be a destination that A-State is fairly familiar with. Uh, there, There's a Winsels in Montgomery, which seems like a, a mandatory thing if you're going to take a trip to the state of Alabama. Uh, so, uh, it, And there's stuff there for fans. Of course, that being said, every bowl trip is what you make of it. Uh, if you make it a point to not sit around in your hotel room, you're probably going to have a really good time because there's constantly going to be fans wandering around uh, that you can chat with. I mean, heck, just strike up a conversation with somebody in Scarlet and Black. They're probably going to be willing to talk to you. <laughs> and then uh, just make sure you take part in in the team events. Uh, make sure you take part in in uh, the the pep rallies and the parades and anything like that that's going on. Just make it a priority to be there. Uh, no, by the way, I have not heard if there will be any type of um, Centennial Bank-sponsored <laughs> alumni events. But again, nothing has been officially announced yet, so that's a conversation that will come up over the next over the next few weeks. Looking at NIU, uh, the, the team, if that's the matchup, it again, we'll we'll have three weeks to to talk about this team if that's what's going to happen. But just at very first glance, they have kind of a weird season. They're 6-6. Six and six. They had to win their final two games to get into uh, bowl eligibility. They almost won against what is an excellent Toledo team. 35-33, to 33, I think, was the final score there. But on the other hand, they did lose to FCS Southern Illinois early in the season. Uh, there'd be some good storylines with this one, obviously. It'd be the ninth meeting between the two programs because the teams used to square off a lot in the early 90s when both were <laughs> members of the Big West, which, you know, totally makes sense. Uh, but, of course, it would be the first meeting since since the 2012 bowl game that followed Hugh Freeze's season. So, you know, both both teams have had a couple of coaches since then. Uh, so certainly new storylines if that were to be the matchup for, for A-State's bowl this year. But, to, uh, again, uh, one thing to keep in mind with that game, I, I know traveling on the 23rd, is a concern for, for a lot of people. It's just so close to Christmas. And look, that's the way the bowls are set up, is, is right close to the Christmas holiday. But one thing about that specific bowl, the Camellia Bowl, you can make it a quick trip. Uh, and what I mean by that is that that is an 11 a.m. kickoff. So you could definitely find your way down to Montgomery on on Friday and be there for the bowl game, have a good breakfast, go watch some football, and be back on the road by, you know, 3, 3.30. So you could be home. Uh, you could be back in Jonesboro or, or back in Little Rock or, or wherever you're driving from. You could be back on the 23rd and still be good to, to spend time with family on New Year's Eve and on Christmas Day as well. So, again, uh, I know the 23rd is a tough date, but it's probably the best game on the 23rd that – that A-State could go to. Again, nothing, though, by any stretch of the imagination, is set in stone. Uh, even saw some other bowl projections that just came out yesterday that had A-State in Idaho. Um, I don't know Don't know if I would be able to swing that one from a travel standpoint. We'd have to wait and see. Uh, but, uh, but again, we'll, we'll find out Sunday 
and impossible not to be excited, impossible not to be, you know, glued to the TV for those bowl announcements. And and there might even be some whispers that that come out before then. Now, uh, A-State Vice Chancellor for Intercollegiate Athletics, Jeff Purinton, has put out uh, his latest State of the Pack uh, email or communication that came out earlier today and did mention, of course, that A-State is bowl eligible for the first time since 2019 and just says, quote, wherever we land, it's great to see our football program back in the postseason and look forward to enjoying this experience with our outstanding fan base, end quote. He also does mention that, obviously, when when that announcement comes out, they are going to use all different communication channels to talk about important bowl game details, including ticket information, as soon as the destination is announced. So uh, make sure you're following the official A-State accounts on social media, uh, and, and make sure you have your A-State Red Wolves um, app on your phone and that you have push notifications come on uh, turned on because I'm sure as soon as that's announced they're gonna they're gonna hit up the app so there's gonna be multiple different ways you can find out not just the destination but uh, making sure you can you can take part in as many bowl activities as possible and also just a reminder uh, just everyone is encouraged to purchase tickets through the box office because that directly supports a state athletics and of course that way you also make sure that you're going to be there in the stands next to some additional A-State faithful. So I know uh, maybe maybe some of us, and I'm definitely throwing myself in, into this conversation, maybe a little rusty about how <laughs> how the overall uh, bowl information comes out and, and, and you know what to do to start making plans and this, that, and the other. But uh, we'll find out very, very soon and just could not be more excited to follow up with you all on that conversation coming up on Monday but uh, still a lot more to talk about today we need to go ahead and and squeeze in a break here we'll have phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776 we'll be back after this on the ticket enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the ticket radio network Patrick and this is above the noise being the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys is a double-edged sword if you play poorly you're going to take some heat but if you play at an elite level your accomplishments will be amplified Dak Prescott has experienced both this season through the team's first six games he threw just six touchdown passes but ever since a week seven bye, Prescott's been playing at a very high level he continued that streak last night in a win at home against Seattle the dominant stretch has helped propel Prescott into the MVP conversation Now, one standalone game won't make him the favorite for the award, but as December rolls on, the QB will have plenty of opportunities to take command of that race. At 9-3, the Cowboys' next five games all go against teams that are playoff-worthy. They play the Eagles at home, followed by a road trip to Buffalo and Miami, then host the Lions. And if Prescott can lead his team through that gauntlet, Dallas may be looking at their first MVP since Emmitt Smith in 1993. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When it comes to sleep, if you have a question, Sleep Number has an answer. Everything. Let's say snoring, partner snoring. They have something that will help you. How about too hot, too cold? They have bedding to help you with that, adjusting the temperature there. How about the firmness on each side? Couples can choose the ideal firmness. It's two beds in one. How do you stay asleep? How do you stay asleep longer? Every great day starts the night before. What is your sleep number? Mine's 75. Find out how you get that sleep number. 
Ask about Sleep IQ technology. They've got it all. All the answers. They're waiting for you to ask the questions. Sleep next level. Unlock your unique potential with a smart bed that can perform as well as you. And right now, don't miss Sleep Number Cyber Week sale. The all-new Queen Sleep Number C2 smart bed is only $880. That's the lowest price ever. Plus, free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday, December 4th, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Have you been struggling to find the right in-home care for your loved one? Well, look no further than Cornerstone Caregiving in Jonesboro. Their trusted staff can't wait to meet your loved one. They want to know what cereal they prefer, what music they listen to, what makes them feel most like themselves. They're proud to offer a thoughtful arrangement of services that promise compassionate care for you or your loved one. For more information, visit cornerstonecaregiving.com slash Jonesboro. Cornerstone Caregiving, where compassionate care meets you right where you are. Would you know what to do in a poison emergency? Would you know whom to call? Well, the answer is poison help. 1-800-222-1222. Poison help is a 24-7 government hotline staffed by poison experts. It's free to call and available in over 100 languages. Every second counts in a poison emergency. Don't waste it wondering who to call. Save poison help in your phone today. one 800 222 one, two, two, two. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Just a couple of minutes left here in this noon hour. Weighing on today's KavanaughCars.com question. What's going to happen tomorrow in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game? App State at Troy. Troy, uh, well, not many people signed with the underdog today. 17% of you think that App State can pull off the win. And we'll talk more about that game and the rest of the games on the slate tomorrow. Also, coming up in the second hour, we'll dive into some A-State women's basketball talk as well. Uh, the Red Wolves on the road at Kansas City tomorrow. A chance to just kind of build on some momentum. So a lot of those conversations coming up in the next hour of the program. Now, full disclosure, last night I, I didn't watch the Thursday night football game. Um, and I kind of disappointed in myself in, in retrospect because it really looks like Cowboys and Seahawks was a wild one. Uh, we did have that game for you here on the ticket. The Cowboys able to come out on top 41-35. to 35. And, uh, again, just a really good back-and-forth battle in that one. Plus, I know I, I have said many times how much I, I like the high-scoring games. 
Uh, defense wins championships, but for me, it's just not as fun to watch. And, uh, of course, when you've got a game that ended up with, with 76 combined points, you had a lot of different standouts um, offensively. And one of those was DK Metcalf. He had a pretty monster game and was able to haul in six receptions, 134 yards, and found the end zone three different times. So hat tip to all the DK Metcalf fantasy owners. But I think my favorite thing about uh, DK Metcalf last night is <laughs> is he is now taunting opponents in sign language, if you haven't seen this story. So he's been fined a ton throughout his career for, for taunting. And uh, in fact, I think the number is close to $100,000 at this point in time. So in his downtime in the offseason, he learned sign language so he could talk trash in in sign language. (laughs) And so last night he signed standing on business to the opposing team and to to fans watching as well. I just, I got a kick out of that. But uh, again, phone lines are open, 870-9303-776. David was on the phone, and then David wasn't on the phone. Let's let's see if we can get back to David on one. All right, let's shout at David here. Hey, David, how are you? Hey, Kara, I'm good. You were talking about the Hawaii Bowl. That is where Coastal Carolina is headed. Where where do they play that? Because it was my understanding they're actually tearing that stadium down right now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, because I know, you know, so the Bahamas Bowl is having significant renovation done to it, so they moved it this year to Charlotte. Um, and you would think if there was something significant going on there with the Hawaii Bowl that they would do something else. I'm Googling, by the way, because I'm trying to find out that information um, because I am. I would think that would be a really hard bowl to be involved in to plan for your travel that short of notice. I think that's why it's already been announced. Everything else is coming up on okay. Sunday, but they, you know, they've already put this one out to give teams just a couple extra days. They used to do that with the Bahamas Bowl as well because it would because that requires passports and, and things like that. So uh, they used to announce that one really early, and it looks like they're well, coastal, Car- coastal Carolina is about as far away from Hawaii as anybody could be. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, definitely not a bowl based on geography. Well, they can't be basing on how many people they think they'll bring. No, I mean, look, this is a this is a bowl that is owned by ESPN Events, so they're just trying to match up teams with somewhat like records and and to get some eyeballs on it. This has this has nothing to do with with ticket sales at all. Are we still being mentioned at all for any of those games in Dallas or? No, no, I've seen uh, the most favorable one at this point in time is is uh, is is Montgomery. I saw one. I saw one today with Idaho and I would I would much prefer Uh, Montgomery to Idaho. Is the Montgomery still on the 23rd? It is. It's 11 a.m. kick, though. So it's a game fans could drive to Friday night and, and drive back home Saturday. Okay. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm, that, I was just curious about the Hawaii Bowl because I, I just read an article where they were demolishing that uh, Aloha Stadium. 
there yeah. in Honolulu. I just didn't know if there's another place for them to play a game. They're playing at the Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Complex. So that has been the temporary home for the Rainbow Warriors this season as they've been working on Aloha Stadium. Okay. So still on the, the I, campus I of know. Hawaii, but I, I don't know much more about it than that. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks, David. Thank we will. Uh, apologies to our additional caller on hold. If you want to stay with us until 1, we'll get right back to you. If not, if you want to call us back at 1, we're going to have a lot of open phone lines in the second hour of the program as well. But that's the music. So we're going to break, and, and i got to wrap it up. Hope you keep it here with us. Uh, we'll be back right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald, your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update, brought to you by Plans and Tire Service. There's a new state champion in Northeast Arkansas. The Rector Cougars overcame a 65-minute delay before kickoff due to lightning, a 16-0 deficit two and a half minutes into the first quarter, and four turnovers to come from behind and beat Spring Hill 22-16 in overtime to win the Arkansas High School 8-man football championship last night in Little Rock. The Cougars' Drew Henderson accounted for 160 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns, and two two-point conversions. To be named the game's most valuable player, the Cougars finish the season 10-0 and win their first ever state football championship. In basketball, Arkansas State in action tonight in the capital city as the men take on UALR at the Jack Stevens Center. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. The tip-off at 6.30 on 107.9 K-Fine and EEB Red Bull Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. The A-State women tomorrow evening at 2 here on the Ticket Radio Network at Missouri, Kansas City. Four tires in one hour guaranteed at plans and tire service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Hello everyone. At George Kell Motors we strive to deliver you excellence at every step of your purchase. That includes offering you an even greater buying selection by joining forces with George Kell Ford formerly Harris Ford. We're proud to bring forward to the George Kell Motors family and proud to continue to offer you the customer buying experience you've come to expect. Come visit us just off exit 85 in Newport or online at georgekellford.com. It doesn't matter if you need to stock up for a holiday gathering, stock up after a holiday gathering, or pick up something for the grown-up on your gift list. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices with more than 200 flavors from around the world. And there are lots of gift sets available this holiday season. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year. Any time of year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's in Cardwell and in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's at Riverside. 
Black Friday starts now at Plaza Tire Service. Buy three, get one free on in-stock Kumo Solis TA51 passenger tires. Save up to 100 bucks instantly on eligible in-stock sets of Bridgestone or Firestone tires. No mailing, no waiting. These exclusive Black Friday offers from Plaza Tire Service save you money instantly. The Plaza Tire Service Black Friday sale runs now through December 2nd. Buy three, get one free on in-stock Kumo Solis TA51 tires. Plus instant savings on eligible Bridgestone and Firestone tires and more at Plaza Tire Service. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our A-State athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our programs right now. Wolves up. After all the hours, days, and months, the time is finally here when people across this great nation shift into football mode. Time to enjoy the game and catch up with your family and friends. And if you're ready to enjoy game days away from technology worries, call Calmer Solutions. They specialize in help desk, cybersecurity, IT management, project management, and phones. Everything your company needs so you can enjoy football season. Call 870-454-4357 and visit them online at calmersolutions.com. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. One whole hour to go until the weekend. A weekend full of hoops, full of championship football. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, don't, I personally don't have a lot of obligations this weekend. I think I'm going to get in some, some quality TV time. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. it. It's too gray and gross to be outside, right? I say that now. Of course, it looks like it's clearing up and uh, certainly not going to be near the conditions we saw yesterday. So I'm I'm just already trying to find excuses to, to get out of raking the yard. I don't know if that's going to happen or, or not, but we'll see. Uh, let us throw out the CavanaughCars.com question and then head to the phones. Again, we're asking you today what happens in Saturday's Sunbelt Conference Championship game at State at Troy. And right now, most of you picking Troy to win and cover. They are favored by five and a half points. Uh, so you can vote on Twitter at camera underscore Richie or on the phones, 870-930-3776, the number on the right fiber hotline where, where Davey has been waiting patiently. How are you? Great. How are you doing today? How are you guys doing today? Hey, I think uh, I think we're doing pretty well. Appreciate uh, appreciate you asking. Appreciate the phone call. Do you, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick, uh, I'm gonna pick uh, between Troy and um, F-State. Uh, wow. I don't know. Uh, 
I would like to pick um, App State to try to beat Troy, but I don't know because I really don't know how good these teams are. But I want to go with App State. Okay. Hey, they're both – look, they're both coming in hot. Troy's had the bet- better season overall. They've won nine in a row, but but App State is is coming into this game with a pretty good amount of momentum as well. They've won their last five in a row, and uh, they they actually got to win over the best team in in the Sun Belt and James Madison. So so you got some momentum here for for both of these what teams about, coming in. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, what about uh, offense and defense? Uh, you know, do you know if their uh, their lines are any good? Like. Uh, uh, protecting the quarterback real good or pretty good or anything like that? Well, I can tell you that, you know, Troy has Troy has a really good defensive line. Uh, they are they they got a couple they got a couple dudes up front and they just have a really good defense in, in general. I don't necessarily know about, you know, the size of either of their lines, but I, I know both of them had some pretty good ground attacks this season, so to do that you gotta have a good offensive line. Yeah, I think that's what we're. I think that's what we're working on with the Razorbacks. I think, uh, you know, since uh, since uh, you know this change has been made, I'm thinking that uh, our defense is going to be even better next year, and because uh, because of the changes, the little changes we made and everything, and I'm thinking that Arkansas uh, will uh, be able to win more uh, win more games that they that we are wasn't supposed to win. And I'm thinking that hopefully in a few years we can go to the championship game in the in in our conference, you know, because uh, I'm I'm hoping and praying that Arkansas Razorbacks we will be uh, a championship team one day, you know. Hey, since you mentioned the Arkansas offensive line, for those of you Razorback fans that haven't heard yet, uh, you are going to be on the hunt for a new O-line coach, Cody Kennedy is leaving the hill for Mississippi State. However, with the way that O-line kind of went this year, I don't I don't think very many of you are going to be mad <laughs> about that, no, to, be, really, to be honest with really you. Be, no, I'm sorry. Not really because I don't even know if he was a good offensive line coach or not. I don't know if he's a good offensive line coach or not, but I do know that that was not a good offensive line. How much of that was coaching and how much of that is talent is, is something that somebody who follows the team a, a lot more closely than myself would have to weigh in on. But, I mean, that was that was a bad year for the O-line. Yeah, I, yeah, I think the uh, 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 O-line got let down by uh, the offensive coach, uh, the offensive O-line coach and everything. And I'm hoping that sometime down the road uh, we'll have a better – offensive line, you know, uh, from the portal, and then we can recruit and everything like that, you know, and hopefully we'll have a better offensive line. Yeah, you know, just just to block and keep the keep the defense off the quarterback because I think our, our best quarterback, he, he got hurt every time he tried to throw the ball and he got sacked or something like that. Sometimes we were protecting, sometimes we didn't. So I'm thinking that uh, we will uh, have a better – once we get this new – New line coach. I think once we we, we get them, we we'll, we'll be a lot better in the recruiting and then uh, in the in the portal. Do you think so? Well, I mean, look, you you you've got to be able to have success in the trenches, and that takes both good recruiting and good development and good portal gets. So, uh, a lot of work to do there. But it'll be interesting to see who they bring in to help in in terms of the coaching aspect of it. But Davey, we're going to talk about some more football here in a moment. Thank you for the phone call. You're welcome. You have a good afternoon. Have a good day. Yeah. A little bit uh, of additional Arkansas news. Cam Little has declared for the 2024 
NFL draft. Guy who was uh, pretty darn close to automatic. So the Hogs on the hunt for an offensive line coach and a kicker. In addition to other players that will have to be replaced by the portal. Of course, their story is just like everybody else's, right? If if your team does not have a player in the portal, then I just have to assume your entire town is currently without internet. Like <laughs> that's that's the only way that's possible. Everybody's got somebody in the portal. And again, I continue to be baffled where all these quarterbacks are going to go. There's not there's going to be 400 quarterbacks in the portal. There's 135 teams next year. That the math ain't mathin. But we'll talk more about that uh coming up coming up later. Again, uh, 8709303776 the number to call what happens tomorrow in App State at Troy. I mentioned both of these teams are coming in coming in pretty hot. I mean, I think the Trojans probably expected to be in this game. Uh, since the beginning of the season. It was actually South Alabama that was picked as the league favorite, but not by much. And, of course, Troy was the team that came out on top last year. App State, certainly at the beginning of the year, did not look like they were going to get this opportunity. Uh, They were just kind of inconsistent in the early going. And I think uh, right about the time their, their fan base was maybe starting to perhaps throw their coach's name out there as a hot seat candidate. That's about the time they got rolling. Uh, they had midseason losses, App State did, to, to Coastal Carolina and Old Dominion. And, again, the fan base was was a little miffed. But they closed out the season with a win over Southern Miss, then uh, a win against Marshall, a win in Atlanta against Georgia State, a big win at JMU on the Saturday that the Dukes were hosting game day. And then uh, App State closed out the season by topping their rival, Georgia Southern, in, uh, I mean, a pretty good walloping, 55-27. to 27. So I think the, the App State faithful feel a lot better <laughs> than they were a month ago. And again, Troy just finished the year on, on a nine-game win streak. You know, A-State lost really handily uh, to Troy at Troy on October the 7th, but that outcome was a similar one to to so many other teams this season. Troy didn't win Sunbelt games. It kind of annihilated Sunbelt opponents. The one exception was all the way back on September the 18th when Troy lost to James Madison 16-14 to in what was obviously a really, a really intense uh, defensive showcase between those two teams. The Trojans have a really, really good pass rush. Uh, Juvenor is just a, a tough, tough guy to try and fend off. On the flip side, the Mountaineers have a really good O-line. They've allowed just 15 sacks. So you got you got Troy that's able to get to the quarterback. You've got App State that, is, that does a great job in preventing guys from getting to the quarterback. So what wins out in this one? The last time these two teams played uh, was last season. So I, I do like the fact that in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game, you got a game that we haven't already seen this season. But the last time these two teams met, it was decided in really, really dramatic fashion. It was back last year, September the 17th, 2022. It was the first Sunbelt Conference game on the entire slate. 
And it was the week following App State's win at Texas A&M. So, of course, they were hosting game day. And you had all this momentum there in Boone. You had a crazy scene in Boone with App State hosting game day. And then it looked like they were going to lose to Troy. Until they won that game on a 53-yard Hail Mary. Pretty wild stuff. I hope it's fun. That's Look, I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> I hope I have fun tomorrow watching all of these games because that is that is what I'm hoping for. It would be interesting, again, if, if enough crazy things happen tomorrow for Troy to be able to get into the New Year Six because that is the only thing really left on the, the Sun Belt checklist. Obviously, there's a lot of teams, uh, excuse me, a lot of people talking about these teams in the Sun Belt because of the fact the league was able to get 12 teams into bowls this year. And over the past, it's it's been several years now that if anybody has been paying attention, they've realized the Sun Belt was a team on the rise. But now it's it's this this is the last step to get to the mountaintop for the Sun Belt. You got to play in the New Year Six, and uh, just not quite there yet. Um, again, you just have to have some weird stuff happen uh, tomorrow for for Troy to get that opportunity. You'd have to start tonight. Actually, New Mexico State would have to upset Liberty. Um, Miami would probably have to upset Toledo in the MAC championship. Uh, you might need a little bit of help. You probably just need SMU and Tulane to be an ugly game with the Mustangs coming out on top. And then, of course, Troy wouldn't just have to win. They'd probably have to have to beat App State by about three touchdowns to, to put an exclamation point on it as well. That That is Troy's path to the New Year's Six. So it's it's some pretty significant steps there. But, hey. Tomorrow could be chaotic. There's certainly some games on paper that that look like they are definitely going to lean in one direction or clearly lean in one direction. But what what happens potentially if there are no more undefeated college football teams after Saturday? Again, unlikely, but it's possible. We'll talk about how weird it could get in the CFP if that occurred. Uh, We're going to table that conversation for just a little bit and actually revisit it later on in this hour because I want to come back and and talk some more hoops with you. Arkansas State women's basketball on the road also this weekend. How can they build on uh, that most recent win over UAPB as they take on Kansas City coming up tomorrow? Uh, That conversation on the way next. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. MMA cage fighting returns to Jonesboro. It's combat sports at its best. It's peak fighting. It's PFC Summit Series 1. At the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Saturday, December 2nd. Witness MMA fighting under the bright lights inside a 30-foot cage. See UFC's future fighters from all over the world. It's peak fighting. Saturday, December 2nd at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Get tickets or order the pay-per-view live stream at peakfighting.com. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down in your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. 
Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road, or on the walk, they have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11 759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesboroscycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Andy from Andy's Frozen Custard. Customers are always asking me why the treats from Andy's taste so good. At Andy's, we follow the old-fashioned way in everything that we do. Our machines are handmade one at a time. Our secret dairy formula is over 70 years old. Our brownies, pumpkin pies, and apple pies are all baked fresh daily. And our custard is made fresh hourly. I hope you'll stop by and give us a try. Go to eatandies.com for the Andy's location nearest you. Andy's makes it fun to be a kid for a while. Did you know one in three adults is at risk for kidney disease? If you have high blood pressure or diabetes, you could be the one. I was looking in the newspaper and saw an article that said if you have symptoms for kidney disease, you should see your doctor. And I really didn't expect anything because I felt healthy. I didn't worry about my borderline high blood pressure. Turns out, it was silently inflicting kidney disease. When you know, it's almost too late. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now you know. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Vibrator Communications bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Uh, you can weigh in on the phones on our KavanaughCards.com question. What happens in Saturday's Sunbelt Conference Championship game at State at Troy? Or if you have a bold prediction for any of the other nine league championship games that are going to be on the slate tonight and tomorrow, I uh, would love to hear that one as well. Again, it gets uh, the the championship slate starts up uh, tonight at six o'clock. New Mexico State versus Liberty, or excuse me, at Liberty. 
for the Conference USA Championship. And then uh, coming up at 7, what I think is going to be a pretty good one, Oregon and Washington for the Pac-12 Championship in Vegas. Then, of course, the other championships to be decided tomorrow, that Sunbelt Championship at 3 o'clock on ESPN. So uh, a full day of uh, football tomorrow, uh, which is awesome, but uh, I'm certainly going to be taking in some A-State women's basketball as well. The Red Wolves are on the road, uh, which has not happened very much this season. In fact, this is the only road game for the Red Wolves in the entire month of December. Now, it gets uh, it, it gets a lot more road-heavy in, in January, but um, there's going to be a whole lot of opportunities to see A-State in action soon uh, back at First National Bank Arena. That being said, you know, you, you, you don't want to be completely untested on the road when you roll into Sunbelt Conference play. So this looks like a good opportunity here for A-State to, uh, to square off against a possibly like opponent uh, in, t- in terms of Sunbelt action and, and be able to just kind of feel comfortable on the road. Now, I will say that Kansas City is not exactly having a, a great year. Um, I love the mascot. They're the Ruse. Uh, but they opened the season with a win against Bradley. And then it was a loss at UTEP, a loss against Utah State. Those two losses by a combined four points. Uh, they also lost to Kansas. That one was really close, a nine-point loss. Uh, they did pick up a win at a Cleveland State MTE over Chicago State, but then they got they got beat pretty good by Austin P and then just absolutely pummeled by Cleveland State. So right now this Kansas City team is not exactly trending in a good direction with their two and five record. On the other hand, uh, a State has been it's, it's been a couple of interesting games so far for for a State. Obviously, you know, um, if, if they win tomorrow, you would technically be on a winning streak. It would be three in a row. The the first win there came against Hendricks, and that was a game where a State just just annihilated Hendricks. But I was I was very encouraged by what I saw from this a State team back on Tuesday night against UAPB in a game that they won eighty five sixty five because. You know, they closed out the first half, flashing back to Tuesday, with not uh, uh, just a not great five-minute stretch. UAPB, if I recall correctly, went on a 10-0 run uh, to close out the second quarter, and it was just kind of disappointing because A-State had started that game well. And then they were challenged at halftime by head coach Destiny Rogers, and they responded in just a great way. Started out the... Uh, second half on a 10-0 run, so of course they they you negate UAPB's run from before the half, and then after that, A-State just never really wavered. Um, they, they didn't have another huge run in them for the rest of the game, but they never, ever, ever let UAPB get any momentum. For the rest of the game, for the entire second half, UAPB did not have a situation where they had back-to-back buckets. Every single time they scored, A-State would answer. And then, of course, the big key there was that A-State was just so dominant on the glass. And and I think that could factor into this game against Kansas City as well coming up tomorrow at 2. Um, if you look at this matchup statistically, honestly, A-State is better at everything. Now, again, I don't necessarily have uh, the, the strength of schedule for KC in front of me. Just looked at their opponents. But A-State just, A-State does everything, but literally everything. There's about a dozen, 12 to 15 different statistical categories that are listed on the game notes where they go through the tail of the tape. Obviously, you've got points per game, points allowed, scoring margin, rebounds, assists, turnovers, 
uh, block steals, percentages, blah, 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 blah. A-State is, is better than, than Kansas City on paper in every single one of those with the exception of blocks. The Ruse average more blocks per game than, than A-State does. But other than that, A-State is better, better at everything. And again, I, I feel like this A-State team has got some, some good momentum and got a good mindset going into this one. Flashing back again to Tuesday, one of the things that I really liked about that A-State game is just how balanced it was uh, for the Red Wolves scoring-wise against UAPB. We all know that, that Izzy Higginbottom is just an excellent, an excellent player. And more often than not, she's going to be this team's leading scorer. And, and that's great. But you cannot have a one-woman show. Uh, because that becomes very easy to, to defend against. If you just have to go out and stop one player, you know, that's that's going to make it easy for the opposing team. But what we saw Tuesday night is we saw so many players able to contribute in, in big ways, uh, scoring-wise and rebounding-wise. So if, if that is a, a new trend moving forward, if, if you still got Izzy being absolutely dynamic and then several additional players stepping up to, to help with the scoring and shooting as well, well, then all of a sudden, A-State becomes a really, really difficult team to defend. Uh, one of the things also flashing back to Tuesday that I thought was a, a really positive uh, step in the right direction is, is Malin Wilkerson was able to find her shot a little bit. She's a good shooter, but she's been in a funk to start this season. And she was, I think, four of eight from three in that win over UAPB. So to get her going again, to get her shot falling again w- will be huge for this team. So again, I'm just ready to see how A-State is able to come out and build off of the win over UAPB. I certainly think the the Red Wolves can do it and and get this road win. And then, you know, you go out and and get the road win. And then after that, you get to settle in at home for the entire rest of the month of December, which would be pretty cool. I'll be honest, I haven't looked a ton yet around uh, women's sunbelt action. If, if it's anything like what's going on on the men's side of things, then, then this is a very, very wide open league. And it can be there for the taking for anybody. And of course, that includes Arkansas State. You want to see this team certainly get a little momentum in non-conference play. Uh, because the sunbelt slate will tip off on December 30th. So just make sure you got some things trending in the right direction between now and then. That game tips off at 2 o'clock tomorrow at the Sweeney Center in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, that means your coverage will start at 1.30. Uh, pre-game coverage with Cade Carlton right here on the ticket. So a busy weekend of hoops. Men's basketball on K-Fine tonight. Uh, 6 o'clock pre-game, 6.30 tip at Little Rock. And then and then women's hoops coming up tomorrow. So a fun day uh, for sure. A fun weekend for sure. And of course, on Monday, we'll come back and recap both of those. Hopefully it's a fun recap. It's already going to be a fun show on Monday because we'll be talking bowl stuff. So if, if we can have the bowl conversation and recap a couple of winners, then I'm, then I'm going to be really excited to be here on a Monday. I hope that's the case. Uh, let's step aside. When we come back, we're going to dive back into a lot more of these championship games and what an ultimate chaos scenario could look like uh, for championship weekend and the CFP coming up. Uh, on on Sunday, but uh, let's step aside before we dive into that topic. Phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776. We'll be back right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. 
The A-State men hit the road Friday night as they take on Little Rock with tip-off set for 6.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. Red Wolves basketball is brought to you in part by Centennial Bank, Arkansas State University, More Air Conditioning, Nebo Auto Center, Dirksen Hospice, Silver Line Trailers, Domino's Pizza, Mr. T's, You Break I Fix, Jim's Pawn Shop, Calmer Solutions, Poinsett Turfgrass Company, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Purcell Tire and Service Center, First Quality Roofing, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, NEA Home Improvements, and Cornerstone Caregiving. Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where you can get started on the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year. See, Local Tire and Wheel believes that everyone should have the option to travel on safe and dependable tires. Because let's be real, no one wants to be stranded on the side of the road in the cold. But most of us don't budget for tires. But when we need them, we need them. And that's where Local Tire and Wheel comes in. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash payments to fit your budget no credit check and everyone approved why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay plus all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program and we offer fifty dollars in referral cash back and this month you can get started on any in-stock tires or wheels for only 25 dollars out of pocket with no payments until next year unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels at local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro and local tire and wheel.com tech troubles can drive you up the wall you break i fix at 1605 red wolf boulevard is here to help cracked phone screen don't worry you break i fix is your one-stop solution for all things tech we specialize in fixing broken phone screens and more laptop won't work don't toss it out bring it to you break i fix where our tech experts will have it running like new in no time gaming system acting up no need to pause your gaming adventures trust you break i fix to get your gaming system repaired quickly and affordably visit you break i fix at 1605 red wolf boulevard today and let us fix it all you break i fix where we make your tech headaches disappear every person deserves respect and that's what you're promised when you work with stanley woodard law firm bill stanley and jared woodard are proud former lettermen at arkansas state and with over 45 years experience they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results in fact they've both been recognized in the national trial lawyers association top 100 whether it's personal injury nursing home neglect criminal defense or civil litigation get respect results relief with stanley woodard law firm call 932 and visit stanleywoodard.com. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta and a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Whether you're in the market for an equipment loan, real estate financing, or funds to support operating expenses, our agri-lending experts can help. We work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates. Our long-standing relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is truly our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Visiting with Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill about having 12 teams going to bowl games. You know, even our kind of last projection, you know, we were thinking maybe 11, probably 10. So 12 is really off the charts. And if you think about it, the whole East Division for us is bowl eligible. It really is an amazing accomplishment. Really hats off to all of our schools and those football programs. Because, no, in my wildest dreams, I would have never imagined we'd have 12 bowl eligible teams. It's the second to none podcast. 
presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 30 minutes till the weekend. Hope you're stocked up on snacks. I mean, this is this is going to be an intense, an intense weekend in front of the in front of the television. I mean, perhaps a dual or triple screen type of weekend when you throw in the hoops and and the the football championships. It's it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I hope you have a game plan to budget your time wisely. Eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six. The number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. What happens in Saturday's Sunbelt Conference Championship game? App State at Troy, and uh, right now fifty four percent of you picking a Troy to win and cover. Now, ultimately, what happens there is uh, it, it could absolutely shake up uh, the Sunbelt pecking order a little bit. You know, if Troy were to win and all the other Group of Five championships got a little weird, maybe there's a path there for Troy into the New Year Six, but. Um, it's, a, it's certainly that game is not going to impact the CFP, but there is still the potential for for things to get weird in terms of a a chaos scenario. And look, as an outside observer, not having you know a a dog in the fight here, I kind of want chaos. Uh, right now, you know Georgia is is the top ranked team in the CFP, followed by Michigan. Washington and Florida State. Uh, Georgia, of course, is is favored tomorrow as they take on Alabama at two, and they're favored by five points. Uh, Michigan is is one of the biggest favorites on the board, by the way, as they play there at uh, in in Indy against Iowa. They're favored by twenty two, and then uh, you've actually got Oregon favored over Washington in a rematch from earlier this year, and Florida State barely favored. Over Louisville, although it, I think that line is is gone up even since we've been on air. I want to say it was Florida State by one and a half. It's now Florida State at two and a half. So interesting movement there. But but you know that's if all those teams went out, or excuse me, you you would have you're going to have Georgia, you're going to have Michigan, you're going to have Florida State if those teams win, and then whoever wins out of out of Washington and Oregon, right? That would be a simple scenario. It makes sense, easy peasy. But. What if Alabama beats Georgia? What if, <laughs> I really don't see this one happening, but what if Iowa, Iowa beats Michigan? What if Louisville beats Florida State? What if Oklahoma State beats Texas? I mean, there, there are still legitimately eight teams in the conversation for these last four spots. Because you've got the four undefeated teams, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, all with just one loss apiece. So there's still certainly some big-time potential for it to get weird. And again, when you don't have a rooting interest like myself, you you, you pull for, for the chaos. Uh, if, if Texas loses to, to Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game, that doesn't necessarily change anything significant there. Um, it would just eliminate Texas from contention and, and probably Alabama 
as well, who in this scenario would be eliminated with, with the loss to Georgia anyways. Um, if you have Florida State losing to, to Louisville, that could be interesting. You know, there's been a lot of, not necessarily criticism on Florida State, but a lot of willingness to, to look over Florida State since they have lost starting quarterback Jordan Travis. And I think a lot of people are, are looking for a reason to move them out of the top four. But clearly you'd have, that, that would happen if, if they lost to Louisville in the ACC title game. Of course, if both Florida State lost and Texas lost, you wonder if that would be a scenario where both Washington and Oregon could get in if Oregon wins on on Saturday. Um, if you've got a if you got a, a Michigan loss to Iowa, and both Florida and Georgia State win, that would certainly make it weird. And again, there's just so many different scenarios but probably the the weirdest one would be if if Alabama beats Georgia and then Michigan Washington and Florida State win the Crimson Tide winning the SEC championship would easily be the biggest chaos monster (laughs) to impact the the playoff picture there's like there's no way the committee would leave Alabama out of the conversation as a one-loss SEC champion that took down Georgia and ended their 29-game winning streak. I think they're what? They're playing for 30 in a row tomorrow, right? So th- there's no way. But then again, would that game definitely absolutely knock Georgia out of the picture after being able to win 29 in a row? Would it depend on how competitive that game was? What's the scenario if it's uh if it's like a last second Alabama field goal and it's just a really good game without? Then you've got a question of of you know what happens if Texas wins big in the Big Twelve? They beat the Crimson Tide earlier this season, so there's still plenty of room for some weird discussion along the way, some weird things to happen along the way tonight and and tomorrow. Uh, I don't think there's been any significant coaching movement among the teams that are going to be playing tomorrow. I did think it was interesting. You know, yesterday we we talked about Kurt Signetti of James Madison getting hired by by Indiana. Uh, Of course, after we were off the air, they put out the official announcements and this, that, and the other. I, I did think it was really interesting that they're going to let Signetti coach the Dukes in the bowl game and personally I don't like it I look I get that there's not a great answer period for JMU because he's he's going to take a lot of staff with him in fact they've already uh, made uh, there's already been social media posts about how he's going to take their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator and a couple of other uh, a couple of other defensive coaches and their strength coach and this, that, and the other. So so obviously the, the coaching staff there is going to be gutted. But I just, that just seems like such an awkward situation. How much will his players tune him out? He's already left. Will they still be focused? Will they still come out and, and be ready to compete in that bowl game? Or will there just be too much off the field conversations and distractions 
for them to play their best. And it's a shame because obviously JMU has had a really, really good year. I mean, Signetti is already out there tweeting about Indiana, as he should. A couple weeks out from signing day. He's, he's got to be recruiting immediately. He's got to be looking at, you know, he's got to be scouting guys now in the portal that fit what he wants to do at Indiana as opposed to what he was doing at James Madison. So that again, I just I just find I just find that to be to be weird. Uh, it does look like there's been another coaching vacancy added today in Nevada. Uh, they've decided to part ways with their head coach, Ken Wilson. So just add a, another one to to the list, and then uh, also believe Jeff Tedford there at Fresno State is maybe stepping aside or, or something along those lines. I got to go back and double check he is stepping away to deal with some health concerns and so their assistant head coach Tim Skipper is going to coach through the bowl game he will though Tedford is going to return in 2024 as the Bulldogs coach so not an opening there just a little bit of a change of plan in terms of of the bowl game there for for Fresno State uh, other college football news and notes, the Mountain West and Pac-2 have came to a scheduling agreement, so that's, I guess, interesting. And, of course, today, uh, anybody and everybody continues to hop in the portal. Again, I, I swear there, there are 400 quarterbacks already in the portal. I know I'm, I'm exaggerating. I know I'm rounding up by a significant, a moment, uh, a significant amount, but it, it just seems like every single time you refresh social media, you see another quarterback that you see another quarterback that is announced uh, that, that they're jumping in. I've been looking a lot, by the way, on social media in terms of uh, if there are any new portal entries for the Red Wolves that have not seen any. So at this point in time, again, the, the number still stands at two departures for Arkansas State. In starting linebacker Javante Mackey, and then backup defensive lineman Rusty Rustmeyer. But again, that that number is gonna gonna hop up. And on Monday, Monday is gonna be nuts. By the way, uh, we got to talk bowls on Monday. We've got to talk. Uh, we've got to recap some hoops on Monday. Of course, in the college landscape overall, we'll be recapping these championship games on Monday, talking about the CFP. And then, oh by the way, the transfer portal officially opens on Monday. Tweet Deck is going to be spinning like a slot machine. It is going to be absolutely insane. Transfer Portal is probably going to be the number one trending topic in the world. It is just going to be wild. But again, at this point, at 1.40 p.m. on Friday, December the 1st, <laughs> I have not seen any additional entries to the portal other than the ones we have already spoke on. So again, that'll that'll change coming up on on Monday. Uh, looking at some other news. Oh, by the way, it uh, looks like, you know, A-State is playing, uh, A-State men's basketball, playing at Alabama on Monday. And that, of course, is is a great storyline there because A-State head coach Brian Hodson is coming from Alabama, obviously. Nate Oates looks like he is going through his, uh, some kind of weekly press conference today. So he has commented a little bit on that matchup. Uh, one thing he said was, quote, first team to 100 wins. And then also said, quote, we're looking forward to welcoming Coach Hodson and Arkansas State in here. I spent eight years with Brian, a good eight years. So 
end quote. So there's no doubt in my mind that, that Nate Oates is rooting for Brian Hodson this season, just not on Monday. Of course, A-State uh, tonight got to navigate Little Rock first, and that is certainly going to be a tough test there in the Jack Stevens Center uh, against Daryl Walker. But a busy, busy weekend ahead, a busy, busy Monday on we co- when we come back. Uh, we do have one more break left today and one more segment after that today. And we'll have open phone lines for that last segment. We'll look at our KavanaughCars.com question uh, one more time in that last segment. But let's let's step aside so we can get to it. We'll be back right after this here on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Play It Again Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Again Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Again Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Again Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hi, this is Davey Carter at Centennial Bank. Our focus remains on our customers. We know how special it is to be part of the Northeast Arkansas community, and that includes our special relationship with Arkansas State University. From our on-campus banking center to Centennial Bank Stadium, our commitment has never been stronger. Some things never change. And football season is here, so come out and see us at Centennial Bank Stadium and go Red Wolves. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. In football, collisions are an exciting part of the game. In real life, that's a whole other story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair, 935-9482. At the Foundation of Arts, our mission is improving the quality of life of our community through the arts. And for 37 years, the FOA has done just that. 
Through the outreach programs we offer each year, the FOA is able to serve thousands of area students and families. This allows everyone the opportunity to experience live theater, study their art in weekly classes with tuition discounts, and even serve adults with special needs. By making the arts more accessible to all, we can make a meaningful impact on even more people in our community. But it takes generous givers to achieve this goal. If you can, please consider a gift to help the FOA further the mission for everyone in our community. Together, we can make a difference. The FOA is strong and poised for continued growth. Join the FOA community today. Start by going to foajonesboro.org to make a gift to help others receive the gift of a quality arts experience. See you at the theater. Or at the art center. Or at the next festival. Or concert. Or or just just anytime. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. It's been a pretty fun Friday. It helps when you got, you know, a million things coming up on the weekend to talk about. Uh, amazing how quickly two hours can fly by when that is the case. But we've got uh, just a few more minutes here for you to weigh in. It is last call on the Right Fiber Hotline, 870-930-3776. And last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Who you got in tomorrow's Sunbelt Conference Championship game? Are you rolling with the underdog Appalachian State Mountaineers? Are you picking the Troy Trojans to win but not cover? Or are you picking them to win big and for Troy to cover the five and a half? So let's look here one more time at our poll on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. And Troy to win and cover is the leader in the clubhouse. 52.4% of you believe that that is how the game will unfold. Uh, Another 31% of you saying that Troy will win but not cover. And then 16.7% going with the underdog. Mountaineers again that game is going to be on tomorrow at three o'clock which I know is a very busy window of of football watching so uh, a ton going on at that point and uh, a busy day going to be a multiple screen day I know for a lot of us coming up on Monday Uh, just looking around at any last stories here regarding these championship games coming up tomorrow. And it does look like, man, Florida State and their quarterback situation is just, is not good. Of course, they lost Jordan Travis a couple weeks ago. And the quarterback who has replaced him, Tate Rotomaker, is a game day decision coming up tomorrow. He took a late hit to the head at Florida. He has not fully participated in practice this week. So just a massive storyline there as FSU is trying to make it to the playoffs, obviously. And, and, you know, if the season ended today, it would be in the playoffs, but it doesn't. you got one more big one to go. Hey, do want to mention before we completely get off track and, and switch topics entirely that our KavanaughCars.com question is brought to you by our great friends at KavanaughCars.com. And, uh, you know, it's a little chilly this time. It, it rains a lot this time of year. So if you need to start searching for... The a, a new or new to you vehicle, that's the place to go. You, you don't have to deal with the crazy Christmas traffic, <laughs> which is a adventure 
to put it mildly right now in Jonesboro, you can just pick out that perfect ride at KavanaughCars.com. And then, of course, they've got all of the other tools that you need online to help you drive away in it. So you can find out what your trade-in is worth. You can uh, take care of your finances, get pre-approved, calculate your payments. It's all right there at one spot at KavanaughCars.com. A couple other things coming up this weekend in addition to college football, college hoops. We got some Grizzlies coming up tonight for you here on the ticket. Memphis is at Dallas. Uh, This is a a tough one on paper to be sure, especially when it seems like uh, those Grizzlies status reports are still screenshots from the notes app. Uh, they've, They've yet to... They've yet to be short enough to be to to be put in one individual tweet. You still got like eight names on there, uh, although the Grizzlies hopefully trending in a good direction there. But uh, that one's going to tip off at six thirty. Your pregame coverage is is coming up at six, and the Grizzlies looking for back to back wins, which is again a, a, a pretty pretty tough challenge. Dallas is favored by sixty. No, excuse me, six and a half. Not. Not it's not supposed to be that much of a mismatch. Not sixty something, six and a half. My brain is starting to fade in and out as we get to the end of the show. And of course, Luka Doncic is coming off just a ridiculous performance. He put up forty one uh, the last time out for the Mavs. So, uh, so that's what's in store for this evening. Something else to keep an eye out for uh, as we as we head into the weekend, and then especially on Sunday. Just a reminder that the MLB winter meetings will get underway Sunday in Nashville. So already there's uh, a lot of a lot of rumors and, and questions. And are we gonna? What are we gonna learn about Otani this weekend? Are we gonna find out anything about Yamamoto this weekend? And of course, that's all fan bases asking these questions right now. And Sunday is is when the winter meetings will start. And we'll just have to. See if that's if that's something else we're going to be talking about on Monday. The Cardinals, according to a lot of different national baseball writers, are expected to be busy. I expected to be talking to a lot of people. There's still some work to do there on that bullpen. You know, are they going to trade? Are are they trying to shop Stephen Matz? And if that's the case, what does that change about the rotation? Uh, clearly, it 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 you need another body there. So. There is uh, still quite a bit TBD over the course of the next week for the Cardinals and for several other teams as everybody makes their way to Nashville to take part in the MLB winter meetings. Looking around for any other headlines we miss before we get out of here. And there is a weird story coming out of Oklahoma State ahead of the championship game there in the Big 12 against Texas. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let y'all Google that one for, for yourselves. Yikes. Sorry, I know that's, <laughs> that's, that's a bad tease, but that's all I'm going to throw out. Uh, NFL, of course, coming up this weekend as well. Who are the Saints taking on this weekend? Friday and Saturday going to be going to be busy enough, but looking ahead to Sunday, Saints are going to be in action against the Lions. That could be a good one. I say it could be a good one. The Lions have been playing pretty well. The the Saints just 
do not, with the exception of Blake Groupie, do not have anybody who can put points on the board, which is is not typically the way you want to do it. You want your kicker to be a, a help to your offense, but not your entire offense. And that's what the Saints have struggled with so far this season. But that one comes on at noon uh, on Fox. Again, DeMario Davis and Blake Groupie in action against the Lions. So probably going to keep an eye out for that one. But otherwise, again, just a lot going on. When we come back on Monday, we will be talking about Arkansas State football's bowl destination. We will be talking about Arkansas State men and women's basketball and their outcomes against Little Rock and Kansas City, respectively. We'll be talking about the outcomes from these championship games this weekend, as well as uh, other bowl destinations across the country, the CFP, what that looks like. And the portal as well. So it should be <laughs> it should be a pretty action-packed day. Probably need to make sure everybody is well-rested over the course of the weekend. So uh, when we come back on Monday, everybody is ready to have, to have their game face on. Uh, and uh, that, that certainly seems like that's what's going to be in store for all of us. But uh, cue the music. And that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone and, of course, our shows for the week as well. Obviously, look, really excited to come back on Monday and talk with all of you. But uh, in the meantime, a big thank you to everyone who called and commented and texted and tweeted at us this week to help us pass the time. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here Monday morning for the front row with Budrow and Randy at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC returns Monday at 10. And, of course, we'll be back on Monday at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So, for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend. Sweet baby, I need fresh blood.